So great. Hi, you're listening to Creatrix Culture. I am your host, Sarah Wolf. We are yet again, round six with Jess Hendrick, conscious relationship coach. Hi guys. Hi. I'm so excited to be back. We are loving this so much. I hope you're enjoying it as much as we are because doing this has been such a gift. I know. And we really are going to bring guests in soon. Yeah, we have like a lineup. We do, but we are just kind of like being selfish and having too much fun. Yeah, doing our recordings. Well, there's so much flow, and I think because you and I just flow so beautifully together. And then we did try, we did bring a couple of guests, and it actually didn't flow super well, which is fine because yeah. we, we learned from that. Um, but I love our flow, but I also know that there's. A lot of people in our world, like individually and then together, that would bring a lot of value. Absolutely. Here. Like a lot. A lot. A lot. Even Alma. I was I was yeah. I was suggesting to her maybe she should come on. Well, she's been meaning to for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. It just hasn't aligned. So yeah. I guess the alignment is going to be now. Yay. So one thing that <laughs> I have really been kind of looking at the past few weeks, and I, I wanted to bring up in today's episode, because I find I'm finding it like really interesting is doing like inventory of your life or the past and doing it from a place of a more grounded, healed aspect. As we know, the healing is and evolving is never ending, but like we've been talking about for the past few weeks about how we, her and I both have gone through so much emotionally healing and depths of ourselves and clearing out past traumas and hurts and patterns and all the things that like now we've leveled up in a certain aspect and looking back at past actions and things operating and doing things from a more unhealed unresolved coming from trauma or yeah whatever you want to call it looking back now there's certain things I actually at this point would never ever do same from this place (laughs) I would never ever ever do same but it's interesting to look back (laughs) to see where I was that I could do them then yeah but I can't I couldn't do it now no it's really interesting or even just reacting different to things yeah I didn't mean to cut you off but I just wanted to no I don't mean to cut you off I don't mean to cut you off ever we just get excited to cut each other off (laughs) but um yes like I and that's a good gauge for me of like being in an old situation that's that I would have reacted completely differently and seeing myself show up in a way that I wouldn't have previously in the past at all you know and I was mentioning before we hit record but um, when you brought this up, like the idea of this topic and like how how do we show up now versus how we showed up in the past and like how it's correlated to how much work we've done on ourselves to understand how to be more regulated and have more conscious choices in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is really deep work. Mm-hmm. And I was mentioning to you that there was a, a woman in my meeting a couple, actually yesterday. And she was so cute. She was talking about how, you know, she she and her husband are going on this road trip and she's like nervous to be in the car with him for so long. And and that just a couple of days ago, she had like thrown a bottle of ketchup across the room and then it had splashed and smashed everywhere and got ketchup everywhere. And I was like, huh, yeah, 
Like I used to do shit like that. Like I really did. I used to throw things and I have not thrown anything in years, years, years. Um, but I really remember not even having a choice. Like I would have the thing in my hand and be like, and now I'm throwing it. Right. You know? And so I just, I told her, like, I was like, you know, I just, so, you know, like I used to throw shit too. <laughs> no judgment. Yeah. Over here. Or how I was talking about someone at work was getting so upset over something that like, yeah, it was annoying, but it wasn't to go from zero to a hundred over yeah. to the point where they're like, it just makes me want to quit. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, you don't need to quit your job over someone else not doing their job hundred percent and a guest being slightly mad in the grand scheme of things, it's all not that big of a fucking deal. Yeah. And everyone's going to be just fine. But I remember when I would instantly get into those heightened places as well, because I'm coming from a place of pain and yeah. whatever that I would constantly be like, well, I'm just going to fucking quit. Oh my God. I can't believe that. Like, I'm not going to like, and how many times I would like, just spew that out and mean it though. Like yeah. I, and I would get so amped. I would just like, want to like walk out the door and just quit right that, like in a very irrational, uh -huh. why are you even getting that upset over this situation? It's kind of like not that big of a deal Yeah. to then be on the side, the other side and be like the observer of it and to see how not big of a deal that is. Uh huh. It's, and like the emotions behind, like, yeah. And to not even be there anymore. Like, I don't even know if I would get that heightened at this point to let something that meaningless affect me that greatly that I would have to like quit my job over it. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's this quote, I think it is from 12 step, but if it's, if it's hysterical, it's historical. So if you have a reaction that's bigger than what the moment calls for, like a hysterical reaction that's bigger, exaggerated or whatever, then that means that it's historical, meaning that it's tapping into something within your being, your psyche, your trauma that is being activated in the moment. So that is what elicits these reactions of like, whatever it is, like fight or flight reactionary responses. Mm -hmm. And I, I was the same, like I, I would be quitting my job every, every week. I'm going to quit. <laughs> like, and then I wouldn't quit. Right. Because right. deep down, you know, like that's not going to solve anything, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. I would always say like for people in the restaurant industry, like we'd always be like, yeah, I'm fucking quitting. Fuck this place. You go to the next restaurant after the first month, it becomes the same restaurant that you were just at. Like somehow oh, it's just yeah. the same place. Oh yeah. That, and that's an important piece, I think, because like wherever we go, there we are, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember I would always have challenges with female bosses, mm. like big time challenges. Like, and I, I, I would not like them. I would be frustrated. I would feel like things were unfair. I would feel like I was whatever. And then I had this epiphany where I was like, wait a second. I have this with every single female boss. Like, so this female boss, like female in a role of authority thing is something that is an avatar for me that is bringing up some stuff. And I realized it was like bringing up my stuff with my mom. Mm -hmm. And I was playing out my stuff with my mom in every relationship with every female boss. And that was pretty, I was like, holy shit, it was pretty confronting. Uh, but also freeing to see that it's not actually going to be solved by going to a new job or getting right. a new boss because the same stuff would come up. 
So what do I need to look at that's coming up within me that needs healing, right? It's the same thing as like relationship, like romantic relationship work, conscious partnership work. It's everywhere. Like ev- all of life is going to be our teacher and mirror back to us what we need to see within ourselves and for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you're going to go like one of my really good friends, she just got a new job and she was starting to get sucked into the drama of the office. And I was like, oh, do I remember that? Like mm-hmm. being so sucked in that, like, if it was a good day for everyone, it was a good day for me. If it was not a good day, it was not a good day for me. And I was totally at the mercy of the energetics and the drama playing out at work. Yeah. And it got to this point where I was like, you know what? I have two options here. I keep getting sucked into this. It was in healthcare. Mm -hmm. The system's totally broken in my opinion. Like it was just such a shit show. And I'm like, okay, I I can either accept that this is a shit show and no longer get sucked into it and just go there, do my job, try to be of service and then go home. Or I can keep getting sucked in and literally just become super depressed. So those were the two options, but yeah. I mean, it's like, and it's just the energetics of like office politics and things like that are everywhere. I mean, it's so easy to get sucked into jobs and the, and, and I don't even know how, like I felt myself with this new job getting sucked in on a certain level in different ways. And then I had like some, a few days off in a row and I like went in my spiritual direction and like focused on completely other stuff. And I unplugged myself. And then I'm like, oh, and then I could see it. I'm like, why am I even allowed, like getting emotionally into this? Because this isn't where there, this is just wait, this is like a distraction. Yeah. Like I can go there, make my money, but anything beyond that, right. To get emotionally invested in an unhealthy way is a distraction to everything else that I have going on right now. And like, then when I'm there, for most of the time, besides that weird time that I got sucked in, I'm watching people, same thing, like other people freak out in different ways and two people not getting along and emotionally charged. And as the observer, I'm just watching them. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. this really isn't that you, you're all making this so much more dramatic or your egos are like, yeah, making this so much bigger. Yeah. And you're taking one small thing and amplifying it to make it a problem that's not a problem. Right. And that's how And then know. now you're fighting. And this is all just a waste of fucking time. It's well, it's a waste of time and it's all it is the whole if it's hysterical, it's historical because it yeah. doesn't make sense actually. And like where you can see this just so clearly is people driving in traffic in LA. Like losing their minds, honking, being crazy, cutting people off. Well, it's because everyone takes everything so incredibly personally. Yeah. When it's not personal. Like sometimes like that, driving in LA. How dare they? Like how they they fucking cut me off, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes the person who cut you off doesn't even realize that they just did a dumbass move because they're in their own head being dumbasses. Yeah, it probably was me. <laughs> right. Like I've done things where I like totally didn't mean to. And they're like, well, you know, like honestly, if you knew what was like going on with me at this moment, I actually didn't try to do that. Yeah. But in them, in an unhealed place, they're gonna be like, this was a personal attack on me, stranger to stranger. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense either, but our ego will make it make sense. Yeah. That they cut me off because they think they think they're better than me. Yeah, or whatever our, yeah. so this is where our subconscious projections 
get really just projected out into the world. So our inner world is projected onto our outer world. And then we're reacting to our internal landscape. Mm -hmm. So then we make meaning of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting. I had a moment like this and I was like, holy shit. Like, cause I, I mean, you know, I, I've had a challenging relationship with my family for like the last, well, for my whole life, but the last few years has been challenging. And mm -hmm. I was on the phone with my dad and we like got into an argument. And then, um, I, I was on the way to my therapist. So I was like, perfect timing. Thank God. Like, and I, I parked my car. I think I hung up on him or he hung up on me, which is like, I really don't like that. It's like one of my biggest triggers. And as I got out of the car, there was a random man sitting in a car parked behind me. And he looked at me and he shook his head, like with disdain, like at me. And I was just, and I was like, what on earth? Like, he doesn't even know what's happening, but the energetics of the whole thing were so strong that I don't know if he picked up something or I, my internal landscape was like, I'm being judged and I looked at with disdain or whatever, but I was like, wow, that's what happens. Like we, so that's why it's not personal. And one of the four agreements, if you mm -hmm. know the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, is take nothing personally, because everything is a projection of our own internal reality and our own dream that we're then projecting out onto the world. And so everything is an avatar. So it does it does serve a purpose. Yes, it's a waste of time to get sucked in and put our energy in that way. What would be a better use of our energy is actually looking at what is this touching within me? Mm -hmm. What is this bringing up to be worked through processed, healed, detoxed, alchemized. Mm -hmm. That is a better use of our time. And lucky for us, life will just keep showing us. Keep <laughs> cycling it around. Yep. We'll go to a different relationship, different job, different whatever conversation and the same, our same stuff will keep playing out. So people sometimes say to me like, why would I want to do this work, right? Why would I want to do this deeper work and go into like what happened to me in the past, like the past is in the past, blah, blah, blah. And I get that, right? But the thing is that we bring it with us everywhere we go within our subconscious, within ourselves, epigenetics, like it, there's a lot to it, right? That's passed down the line, seven generations of energy from our families. The, so all of all this to say, like, do you want to be free? <laughs> Because to me, that's that's the only way that I've found more and more and more liberation day to day and not having reactions like throwing shit. Right. And creating a bigger mess. Mm -hmm. So and just like, yeah, a bigger mess externally and also like a, a big mess internally, like allowing there's like a certain amount of time when it, when once your cortisol levels raise, they're like raised for like a certain amount of uh -huh. minutes right i think it's actually days that they stay heightened oh really? i don't know for sure i have to check okay. but yeah it's something where it's like it's not just because you got mad in the moment and then it drops back down it's like you know you get mad in the moment and then it's your body's running off the cortisol for a while and yeah. high cortisol levels lead to multiple issues within the body so constantly allowing yourself to go to these heightened states and not tending to those wounds and and it's just it's like it's mentally stressful yeah. it's mentally exhausting to be honest because oh my God. and we're wonder why like we're tired all the time right <laughs> seriously because we're allowing ourselves to be on a really intense roller coaster mm -hmm. ride that is just actually unnecessary 
But then when you've been doing it for so long, you think that it's just normal mm -hmm. or that's just the way life is. And that's right. a programming, yeah. right? Yeah. When it doesn't need to be, it actually can be more even keeled. And then you have extra energy for just being. Yeah. And you're just enjoying the ride more and not in the insanity. And like, I... At this point, even in like friendships and romantic relationships, I'm just like realizing if anyone's coming at me with that energy to start roller coastering me, I, I, I like don't want to give up my peace for that. Amen, sister. And give time into that. Yeah. So like yes. the person that I briefly, very briefly dated. <laughs> <laughs> briefly <laughs> emphasizing briefly. it was so brief it was pretty brief it's pretty brief <laughs> it was so roller coastery in this very brief amount of time yeah it was a brief roller coaster ride that i was like spun out like a tornado from the energy and the just the really roller coaster and i was just like what like my life was like chill and then i meet this person and yeah there was like an attraction and this and that but then the the unhealedness that he brought into that then tapped into parts of me that like i guess still needed tending to because obviously because they came up and then but it put me so far off my balanced path yeah diverted me for a minute briefly just a minute great. yeah but it actually energetically and mentally took so much work and emotionally for me to like yes i had to sift through what came up but also to like pull me back into i think it took me longer to pull me back into balance and work through all the stuff than mm -hmm. the actual duration of hanging out with this person maybe and like it's all relative but you move through that <laughs> with like jedi level precision of like recognizing what was coming up for you giving yourself love and attention you know really honestly the way that you did that was mastery like bringing in humor right really recognizing that like okay he's an avatar for some past energies like that was very masterful and so that and so is it like it did serve a purpose it definitely served a purpose but it also brought me back to that's not the type of person no. or relationship that I would even spend any time again in my life holding on to or trying to make work right and that what my next thing as I'm looking for even more is the person that's coming in with that more balanced energy to keep me balanced. So they're adding to my balance, yeah, not propelling me mm -hmm. off into where, into, you yeah. know, crazy town yeah. again, because I've spent enough time in crazy town in my life <laughs> that I'm really like honoring or appreciating or whatever you, or um, whatever you want to call it, people coming in where we add this yeah. like balanceness or healthiness so we can continue to grow. And we're not, I mean, obviously more people are going to come in here and there to work through the things, but where we're not spending so much time where time has been wasted in this like mm -hmm. really chaotic yeah. roller coaster coming from very traumatic, unhealed places that are really fucking unnecessary well now it's unnecessary because we've already right. been there multiple times right and right. a lot of us are in this like a lot of people anyone who's resonating will 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 understand what i'm saying but like 
for you and for me, where we're at, at this phase of our evolution is like, that would just be replaying the old stuff, which we, right. I think we talked about, like one of the first episodes we did was like our old stories mm-hmm. and like recognizing, okay, that's the old story that, and that we can play it out again if we want, but really we've basically taken as much as we can from that old um, energy pattern and old trauma loop. And so now where we're at is that we we can still replay the whole thing if we want to, but we have a choice. Right. What but even like all of us in general to even have to play out things. Yeah. That's why I'm saying like the unnecessary, like if like we, if we weren't so traumatized that we had to go through this all in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. We could be more harmonious with each other longer. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I, I think just where we're at with where we're at on the planet and our phase of human evolution, like we just, we have a lot of trauma to work through. We do. It's just what it is. And what I is, I find it like, it's just interesting that so people come to me, I don't have any trauma. I had a great childhood. I had blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I hear what you're saying, but like being a human on the planet is traumatic. Like even being born is traumatic. Do we remember Even just going through the pandemic was traumatic. Oh my God. That was like a collective trauma that brought up everybody's deepest, darkest most painful places and it was everyone's was different and everybody's presented differently Mm -hmm. and oh my god and the timeline of it was different yes like my trauma didn't happen in the pandemic my trauma happened post me too the fallout from the like the other side of the pandemic once everyone went back to the world that's when my shit got all fucked up same mine was like december 2020 like boom I was like, oh, I made it through. <laughs> no, no, definitely not the case. Definitely was all a huge gift. Definitely on the other side of it now. But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, we all like we yeah, we all have things to work through. I think it's like now like coming out with these new eyes on this next level mm-hmm. is I'm not saying I'm above anyone. That's not what I'm talking about level. I'm talking no. about just energy, uh, energy and, and, and a wisdom and an understanding. So I have fresh eyes to see with a different understanding. I'm not above or anyone yeah. or anything, but coming on this side of things and being really to like see myself in these people doing certain things. And that's been like a whole other, like really cool teaching in a sense, because I can be the observer in it yeah. and honor that like I feel it's my I don't want to maybe it's responsibility I don't know like I feel like I can like I should take it a responsibility like I can interact with them differently yes because I know where they're at yes I don't it's not necessarily I need to change them or help them because I've, I've really gotten on everyone's on their own timeline but in my reaction to them, I can take the responsibility in reacting differently and coming with some empathy towards where they're at in their journey. And I'm being able to see now where people are at on the timeline mm-hmm. of, okay, oh, okay, so five years ago, I was there. Okay, so if you were to do the work, I mean, it could be shorter than five years. Mine took five years, but I can see on the scale of if we have like a scale of evolution. Okay. You're right there. Yeah. So you can choose to do the work and you can move 
up on the the path mm-hmm. or you're going to stay stuck there and that's up to you and what you want to do with it but i know where you are in the process yeah. so then i can if you need assistance or whatever comes through yeah. or even not get sucked into like lowering my vibration for that i can just be like okay you're right there and you're operating from xyz okay yes yes absolutely and that's i think one of the gifts of of just the awareness that we have now is like you we can meet these things with compassion rather than judgment because mm-hmm. it's like okay wherever that's coming from it's coming from a place of pain mm-hmm. like that and fear mm-hmm. so just knowing that can we meet that with love not to condone anything but just to like that's where this person is at right now how can we meet them with love because love is what does heal everything it's not going to be shame blame you know any of that is not going to help us at all um but as you were speaking i was just remembering like of course in miracles has been on my brain lately which i studied for a while and it's amazing and um one of the things that it says in there is that like we all we all come here and we have a soul curriculum mm-hmm. and that it's not up to us the lessons that we learn but we do have some agency over how long it takes us to move through certain lessons so mm. what you said we can keep repeating the same lesson over and over again we don't have a choice over the lesson but if we actually can move through it then we will just we will be met with another lesson but like a higher level of evolution style lesson mm-hmm. right right um so that and and also the energy is moving very quickly now so i think something that used to take five years can take uh, a small amount of time a, a very small amount of time yeah and for people a week <laughs> <laughs> a week for uh sarah wolf <laughs> uh really i mean really it, it kind of was like it, jed i love yeah that. i gotta say i, I got mean, acknowledge you for that Shit. Not that we need it to be fast, but just that's where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't need to spend more time on it. No. Well, and the thing is, is like, sometimes like you're in a lesson again and re- on repeat and you didn't know you signed up for a repeated lesson. Uh-huh. So it takes a second to be like, wait, shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm in the same fucking lesson. Right. I didn't even know I was drawing this lesson in again. Yeah. And, and now I have the choice and that's what happened to me. I'm like, oh shit. Once I saw it, I'm like, you're in the lesson again. Yeah okay, you know this one, right? What can you do differently? Yes. yes. And then where are you going to like, so now you have a choice point. Are you going to hang on and you're going to like, try to make something work that clearly is just, <laughs> or are you going to go? And it was like, no, I'm going to go. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, I'm going to go. And they're like, yeah, you're going to go. Really like, going. Oh shit. I can go. I can go right now. And they're like, yeah, you can go right now. And then I like tap in. I'm like, the contract's over. I can just be done with it. They're like, yeah, if you want to be done with it, you can hang on if you want and make the contract go nowhere again. Oh, I'll just be done right right oh I can just walk out and then I keep like I kept like looking back like you sure and they're like yeah we're sure you're gonna go on I'm like shit no it's like free will some things we have free will around some things are contracted for a certain amount of time so you know but um the thing around the same lesson showing up again and again something that really helped me is that that will happen because certain lessons that we're here to learn are 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 deeper soul lessons, right? So they're deeper layers of the same onion. So you may have like graduated from the first few layers of the onion and you're mm-hmm. like, cool. And then it shows up again. And I, a lot of people are like, oh, I regressed. Oh my gosh, I'm going backwards. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, it's just the deeper layers, the deeper nuances of the same lesson of the same onion but you're getting to deeper layers. You're getting to the core actually mm-hmm. of that lesson. And then you may not need to repeat it. Mm-hmm. You may, but it it's still, 
you're still evolving. You're not going backwards. Cause I hear a lot of people shaming themselves around like, oh, I've regressed. Oh, I've gone backwards. Da, da, da. I don't think we ever can actually go backwards. We can't because like there's, there's some saying like once the mind is expanded with a new idea, it'll never go back to its normal shape. And, you yeah. know, I think we've kind of talked in different stuff. Like there's times where I'm like, my life's not going anywhere. I'm doing the same thing again. Why am I back in a restaurant? Why am I this? Like, I'm just sitting here, not doing anything. And then Spirit's been yelling at me the last couple of weeks and they're like, dude, like, stop it. Yeah. You're not the, the same person. So you might be doing the same similar looking task, yeah. but you're not the same person. Yeah. Now you get to look at how much have you evolved? So I think our measurement of like what going backwards is or what staying in the same places or being stuck I think our measurement is wrong. Yeah. I agree. And we're we're looking at like an external gauge mm -hmm. and not an, an internal mm -hmm. gauge. So good. Say that again. <laughs> so when we think we're stuck or we're gone backwards, we're looking at the external gauge, not the internal gauge. So we're looking at this. I'm not in a right job. I'm not in a right yeah. relationship. I don't have a right bank account. External, 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 mm. external. Which Instead is a program. I moved through this unhealthy, slight relationship thing that I was dating someone for half a second. Yeah. And I didn't stay in it. And I loved myself more. And I put up boundaries within two seconds. Growth. Thank you. That's like I didn't go like I could at first I was like why am I pulling this type of relationship in am I regressing of all the work I've done gone out the window right. no it came in for me to see yeah how, to, as a reflection of how much I've grown even going to this restaurant every interaction I have with every single person at this restaurant is a reflection of how much I've grown amen to that. spiritually interpersonally just professionally yeah on like really every level. Yeah. And, and that's where I think we need to watch, right? Because the programming is just so, we're so steeped in the programming that our external world is a re representation of how well we're doing, right? And yeah, we, we need money to survive. We need shelter. We need food. Like that's all, obviously we need all those things. Right. Um, and if we use that as a gauge, we're just feeding into the programming around like, oh, here's the, four, here's the blueprint for happiness. And it looks mm -hmm. like this. And if you haven't checked this, this, and this, then, and it, so is that really the truth? Because yeah, you, I mean, just knowing you like back then to now your energy is 1 million percent, just so different. And yeah, you're at the restaurant and working cool. That is like a channel for you to make some money. And We've talked about this too, is like, I was stuck in a job for many, many years as an occupational therapist. And like, I did not want to be at that job. And I was just at this point, I was like, you know what? Okay. If God has me here, spirit has me here, there must be a reason. So what is it? Like, can I just allow myself to be used in service of, of spirit while I'm here? Because we don't know what leads to what leads to what. We do not know why we're being placed here with this person, with this job, with this conversation. And if we can just be open, mm -hmm. that's when the magic happens. And I've been speaking, I'm going to send this podcast to two of my clients who are going to listen and they're going to know that it's for them specifically. But I mean, I have one and he is just such, he's such a ray of light and such like a beautiful heart centered man and has this vision for what he wants to create in his business and 
things are now, and this is what happens. And I was reminded of this right before I came here. I had a session with my coach, Amma, and it was profound. And she was saying to me, you had this vision of what you wanted to create in your life. And when we have that vision, everything that's creating static on the line, everything that's not aligned energetically has to come up to be worked through, to be processed so that we can align with that, right? So this specific client that I'm speaking of has big goals for his business. And he is really frustrated because there is not only is he not there in the physical world yet, but things are falling away that he already had set up. So he's like, what is even happening? And I'm sharing with him, like, I know this is super scary. And because, especially with money and things like that, because it, it threatens our sense of safety and our basic needs, which we're both aware of. Mm -hmm. um, but that I also see that he, as he becomes more aligned with his truth, that anything that's not aligned has to fall away, including like people that worked for him that weren't aligned and it's creating this space. But then that's where faith comes in of like, can I trust this process where everything is crumbling away? Because this is also what's happening with the pandemic stuff is like, it is really shining a light on things that maybe some of us saw before, but now we see with even more clarity, like the things that must be dismantled mm -hmm. in our society. So it's happening individually with ourselves, plus in our, you know, in the societal, in the collective. Mm -hmm. And so this is happening in our lives, but it is, it can feel so discombobulating. I just had a major, like back to back, this kind of thing happened last year. And it almost took me out, honestly. Yeah. And I'm not totally, I'm almost back to my center, but not completely. But this is, this is what's in the field right now. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, really, I'm tapping into right now because so many people I know, like, even financially, like people that are really tapped in spiritually have been struggling on a financial aspect and it has not made any sense to anyone. Yeah. And everyone's like, I used to make so much money. Uh, like, how am I having a hard time making money? How is this not working the way it used to work? Right. Right. The pushing, the doing, the producing. Yeah. Or just Ooh. like simple jobs that the light keeps So like communicating. Yeah. Um, that was kind of loud too. I feel like yeah. it's like burnt out or something yeah. um anyway right. so it's just showing that I think it's like I think everything's pushing us that we have to collectively do we have to do things different or yeah. it's pushing us to think outside of boxes yes. in a certain way or not get stuck into these things like you know like like with that client like getting stuck with the old things that are falling away and the what I, you know, this is why I love tarot cards, the visuals. Yeah. So five of cups. Okay. Five of cups is a person. There's three cups tipped over in front of them and they're, they're wearing like a cape in the traditional or like or, or hood or something. And they're just looking down at these five, at these three cups tipped over. And then there's two cups behind them completely full as the gift. Mm. Right. So the symbology in tarot cards is when you really know the cards and tap into it, you can apply them to certain places and it's phenomenal because you'll be in a situation you're like, oh my God, right now I'm being five of cups, you know? So <laughs> it's about that you're spending your energy and you're crying over these three cups when behind you, 
is the next gift or is where you should be putting your attention. Oh, that's so good. So you're crying over things that are being pulled away from you because they no longer serve you or it's old energy or old world or old whatever. I love it. When you're completely missing the gift that's behind you, that's wanting to come in. Oh my God, that's so good. Yeah. That's so, so good. And, you know, because- what, what I've been working with him on is like the energetics behind everything, right? Because he's in this like older and all of us have been programmed, right? Like in order to be successful, you need to work harder. You need to push, you need to produce, you need to force, you need to like very, very um, emphasis on the masculine Mm -hmm. versus like, wait, tapping into like the flow and what are actually my gifts and how can I show up using the gifts that I've been given to create what I desire because we have everything we need to create what we desire because we wouldn't desire it otherwise. Mm -hmm. But the energetics of it is so big. And I've been playing with this energy actually a little bit myself because I'm like, okay, you know, being an entrepreneur, like there are times when I have a lot of money flowing in and there are times when I don't and like learning to trust and not go on this total talking about roller coasters, like nervous system roller coaster of like, and, and I've been breaking out of major, major lack and limitation programming in my family, like big time. Um, yes. And we can speak to that another time because it's a deep one, but all this to say, like, uh, it's been, you know, three-ish, maybe three and a half now that I've been doing coaching full time. And like, I've always had what I needed. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, at what point am I going to relax into the trust that I will always have what I need and not uh, not use that energy to be on that roller, roller coaster. coaster again, right? And putting yourself on the roller coaster. Now, this isn't an external roller coaster by someone you're bringing in to project it onto you. This is the roller coaster you're projecting onto yourself, right? And and so I don't even know. I guess like bringing it back to my client, like I I really am. I know that when he when it can click for him, the energetic piece, things are gonna flow really beautifully. But when we're, when we are in fear, I mean, I've been there before. It's very challenging to be like, okay, I'm in fear. The energy is very constricted. Taking action from that place doesn't really allow a lot of flow. Mm -hmm. So the most important thing is to get our energy aligned first and then take a more aligned action from that place. And so that's why people that are really, you know, quote unquote, like successful in the world meditate for like two hours a day mm-hmm. and get their energy super connected and aligned so that any action they take from that place just ends up flowing. Right. And following the flow too, like, like just an example of, of following the flow. One of my clients is doing an event this coming weekend mm-hmm. and she offered me to be a vendor. And I was like, ah, I need like a table and I need to create like these flyers to have on my table. I'm like, that's ah, a lot of work, whatever. So all of a sudden, like it comes into my energy that I have a table, someone has a table I can borrow. And a friend of mine is offering to do the flyers for me. Wow. And I'm like, okay. So meant to be there and it's all working out for you to flow and be there. And I was going to go anyway to support her because like speaking of visions, she had this vision when we were working together that she wanted to create these beautiful events. And now they're here. And it's the most amazing thing to see it all play out. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to support her anyway. So I'm like, might as well be a vendor. But the flow of it was just so clear. Then you saying yes in the beginning, pushing it with the masculine energy. Yeah. It's not really in alignment. You're not enjoying doing it. So there's some negative energy that knows behind it. And it's 
It's like, and now I'm like, wow, I'm now curious to see, which I'll bring it back here. Like, why? Yeah. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. There's a be for whatever, yeah, for whatever reason you're meant to be at this yeah. event, right? Yeah. And that's another thing to trust too, like where you're meant to be and where you're not meant to be. Yes. And that's a hard one. Woo. So like really, yeah, like really, you know, it's <laughs> like a tough one. It's a tough one, especially when it doesn't feel like it's in your favor, right? Yeah. Or you feel like you're being excluded or or something. And it's like, no, just like in letting putting that ego aside and like, no, right now I'm meant to be here. Yeah. Right now I'm not meant to be here. Oh, look, I, it all worked out for me to be here. Like last year I went to Ottawa and I did an episode about Ottawa. And it's it's a gathering of 40 indigenous people from around the world. It's one of the most beautiful times I've had in a really long time with these different elders and shamans and stuff. And this year I didn't go, but last year it worked out so quickly and so effortlessly Mm -hmm. that my energy was meant to be there last year. And this year it wasn't meant to be there. And it's it's neither, I I wasn't even sad I couldn't go. Like I'm even talking about a time where it's like not even an ego play. Like it was just like, just that easy that you're yes and then no, Mm -hmm. right? Once you learn to hone this muscle, oh my God, it becomes so clear. It, it, everything just starts flowing. It's like, okay, well, the restaurant that I'm working at right now, for whatever reason, and we've talked about this, I'm meant to be holding energy in that space yeah. and yeah. meeting who I'm going to meet. And I, when I get all whatever about it sometimes and whatever level, you know, I have to let it go because there's a reason why I'm there. And then there will be a reason why I'm not there anymore when I'm not. Absolutely. And there's, there's a quote that I love, and I don't even know who says it, but it's that life, life doesn't make sense looking forward. It only makes sense looking backward because we can look backward and see, oh, this led to this, led to that, led to this, led to that, led to this. And I want to get a tattoo that encompasses that because I, yeah, Yeah. but because it's just, and I have this thing on my vision board that says when it's all over, you will discover that it was never random. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I'm seeing more and more and more that, that life is so, everything is so divinely orchestrated and like this leads to this leads to that. And like, even with my family, like not really being in my life much right now, I mean, you and I were talking about this, like maybe that's all for a purpose as well. Cause that's mm-hmm. what's happening. Yeah. Like for my, whatever. Pushing that, you to keep growing and healing. So that actually pushes you to get with your client. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all the things, you know, like we have the resistance to push us further to then be more available. Like I threw a pool party yesterday for my coworkers. Right. And late, I mean, they don't know me. I'm like super new. Right. I know it was our half birthday. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But one of the girls and I were talking later and I'm like, I feel like sometimes when people first meet me and I start telling my stories, like they think like I'm a crazy person. I'm like, I've had about a really colorful life, Yeah, you know, and I've, I've said yes to a lot of stuff and I'll just be like, sure. You know? And then I'll be like, well, that was a little traumatic or that one didn't really work out. Or that one was amazing. We don't know. Um, but I feel like a lot of it with the work that I do and to heal people and to really be able to connect with people on and have an understanding of what they might be walking through. I feel like I had to go through all the things so that I have a greater knowledge and I haven't sat in a very, I've been out in the world. I've traveled the parts of the world. I've been in really interesting situations that left me not feeling so good after. Mm -hmm. 
but I can come like I haven't experienced every experience so there's still some areas that I don't feel like I even need to bring in my path but like aren't my expertise or that I wouldn't be the right person to connect with but is so I can be more of service in yes. my work and have that connection because when you're working with someone that you feel they get it and we know this in our friendship yeah there's a different level of trust and understanding and there's different layers so as a person who helps you walk through things and assists you in your healing, mm -hmm. the more information that I've gotten from all the aspects makes me a greater person to, I can connect with you on yeah. many levels because I have a greater understanding is what I was trying to say. Yes. Greater. yes. You facilitate And it. we can go deeper than like when I would be going through crazy stuff in my life and my mom would be like, I'm sorry, this is happening to you. I don't really know how to help you. I've never been in your shoes. Like I've never yeah. been even near and walked in through things that you've even walked through. Right. So she had no reference point yes. to anything yes. that I was. And she lived a very much sheltered yeah. life than me. I just like, have always thrown myself off the cliff <laughs> and it's like, me you too. know, Maybe I'll fly. Maybe I'll slam onto a rock and crack my head open. I don't know. Throw yourself off a cliff. That's like one of the analogies that I use. So I'm laughing, but but like I feel like they're like you might meet me and I might tell some stories. You might think I'm like out of my mind, but I feel like there is there has been in the grand scheme of things method in the madness. Oh yeah, and in the big picture, when I do write my book. It it's going to all make sense. Yeah. Just in bits and pieces, it really doesn't. And it just looks like I, you know, but it in even I can see it now, most of it in the bigger picture, it actually all really makes sense to me. Yeah, me too. I can I can see why my soul and I've told shared this with my parents. Like, well, my dad's a little more open, but like I why my soul chose these parents and this family and this experience with them specifically for who I want to be in the world and my purpose here on this planet, mm -hmm. which is to support the evolution of relating in a way that is more from a space of love and like just coming back to that place and space of love. And I can see why I had to go through all of this stuff, like with romantic relationships, friendships, all the challenges, all the pain, all the whatever, because of what my purpose is here. And I feel like the same for you. Mm -hmm. And we have this resonance. Like I remember the first time I met you, I don't even know, maybe it wasn't the very first time, but we stayed up so late. It was the first time I think. Was it? I think we stayed up to like four o'clock in yeah. the morning. We just, we were sitting on the couch uh -huh. in Joshua tree uh -huh. at our friend's land who we talk about on Santos. And we were, I like literally I, I was like, we should go to bed. And then we just kept talking and like, I couldn't stop engaging with you because there was so much resonance mm -hmm. and like, yeah, some people, it might sound crazy too, but like, those aren't our people really, you know? And, and that's the thing about like hiring support, having support, not like investing in support. I mean, want to say hiring, like investing in support, right. Is like, what's allowed me to go further more or not yeah I was gonna say further faster but further and more more deep within myself is having people who have gone just a few steps before me to the depths mm -hmm. like really truly the session that I just had with Ama I could just see as I'm sharing with her where I'm at in my process and my evolution and like the relationship that I'm in now she just looks at me and she fucking 
gets it. Right. And she's walked a very, very similar path. Mm -hmm. And to, for me, that is priceless to be able to have sessions with someone who has that gift and that awareness and that ability to support me in navigating my own evolution relationally. Like that to me is priceless. Mm -hmm. And so I want to invite in clients who that to them is priceless Mm -hmm. because it impacts every single area of your life. Everything, the way that you relate impacts everything. Your relationships determine like your relationship self first and foremost Mm -hmm. is what determines your relationship to every other aspect of life, humans, job, money, health. Yeah. So it's so important. And I feel like it's something that isn't fully understood by a lot of people mm-hmm. and people are more likely to invest in like business coaching or, or whatever. And that makes sense. Cause it's money and it's whatever. And we're told that we need that. And we do need it Before, first and foremost over like, I mean, people marry for money. They do. Right. Yeah. They don't even really love the person. Like they're not out there. They're everyone's been so programmed to have the scarcity of foundation. Yeah. And, and especially women, because mm-hmm. they're told to go get a man that's going to provide for them. Absolutely. That's deep. In and the programming. Like, I would rather like, yeah, some moments when I'm tired, I want someone to provide for me because I'm fucking tired. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things, like I'm not I've never been looking for that. I've been looking for like who like lights my fucking soul on fire. And I want to yeah. be with that person. Well, you and I would never we would never be like satisfied with that. No. And I had that for many years. Like I was, I had everything I needed financially and beyond and it was awesome. And there was this feeling within me of like, I can't, I can't stay here. And I tried to push it away, override it, ignore it. And even like my dad, and he wasn't wrong. He was like, if you leave, if you leave this relationship, it's going to be really hard for you to find someone who treats you in this way and provides for you in this way. And I was like, great, that's really helpful because I can't go against my inner knowing, but he wasn't wrong actually. And, but, but now like for now, for, but however, who I'm the person that I'm with now, yeah, it's really fascinating because he has all of those elements that that person had plus, 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 plus. Right. And like, huh. So if you would have stuck back with something that wasn't by like, uh, what's the word? Um, like if I had let, let myself, I don't know, like societally. Yeah. Uh, like been in it's not if I for it's not I don't know the word right now like settle settling yeah I feel bad saying that but like no but it's true it's true yeah if you would have let yourself settle because and not that that settling like he was bad or below but like he he wasn't your person no so if you're gonna settle for not your full person yeah you are missing out on that you could even get to where you want to go to find this yeah you know and or beyond or to even give yourself space to find your person right like yeah even like in like the the very short amount of time that I was seeing this person in the short amount of time (laughs) in the brief time in the brief moment (laughs) I was literally new deep down I'm like you're not my person yeah yeah so like yeah there's nothing even to hold on to because you're actually not my person and yes and we know when it isn't at least I know now like the guy the person I was with previous to like basically was just a complete representation of what I do not want very clear in my face creating a lot of contrast for now that I have what I do want it's like wow um but there's also the whole reason season lifetime where people come in 
to your life. We don't know for how long, for a reason, a season or a lifetime. So that brief person came in for a brief time. For a reason. Yeah. That was it. And you got to, you know, and you used it as you always do to expand, evolve, grow, move through some shit to align with something more aligned. And what I wanted to just jump back to is like, it wouldn't have been fair for me to stay with that person either. Because you're not their person either. It's not aligned. It wasn't aligned for me or him. Yeah. And so, and he moved on and like, he has a wife and four kids and like, seems great. And it's awesome. And like, I have nothing but love for him. And sometimes in those moments, the other person, like he might've hung on to you stronger because he's not seeing fully that you're not their person either. Yeah. Like, I feel like that with my ex-husband, like I'm not, I'm a person. I'm not your person. Yeah. And then the whole, like your person, I mean, well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just don't want people to get like hooked into like the idea that there's one, the one, no, going back to the course in miracles that I'm apparently obsessed with today. um, (laughs) There's a, there's a thing in the course in miracles that it talks about the harm of believing that there's one special person and this one special person that exists out there is the solution to all of your problems and it's they're gonna rescue you they're gonna come in right and that is not and I'm not speaking of that I know yeah I just want to make sure that people listening aren't thinking I'm saying your person the one that's like a little bit like that's in resonance with you that like you can be yourself with yes right that's supportive of who you are as you and not only supportive of who you are but actually like the the relationship between you makes you more of who you are and makes them more of who they are right. and there's like this beautiful expansion which is like the sacred union mm-hmm. energy yeah of like and I don't know I listened to the song on the way here and it was so sweet and it was it was singing about this and literally just describing like oh my gosh I'm gonna forget the line but it was something like like my crazy makes sense to you mm-hmm. and I was like that is the sweetest thing ever like just to have that level of like um, resonance and understanding. That you don't need to hide who you are on all the different layers, yeah. right? Yeah. That you can feel safe to be yourself and not have to conform yourself to be yeah. something. Yeah. And, there's, and, and I think there's a fate, maybe there's a person or not a person, depending on like what phase of your evolution like maybe there's a person that at this phase and you guys have some learning to do and who knows for how long. And then there's time that you're, for me, it's been like time I've been single. Like I really feel the universe intentionally moves us in and out of relationships for our healing and evolution. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we can hang on and we can keep the lesson flowing around repeat if we want. And it's hard because there's like, I mean, I was talking to my, my vet who I love shout out to Dr. Youngblood, love her. And uh, she was saying she stayed in a marriage because I was surprised that she was single for whatever reason. She was asking me, do you date in this city? And I'm like, "Uh, yeah. And she's like, oh my God. And she was just describing her experience. And I was like, I really thought you were with someone. She said, I I was, um, I might even mention this before and I'm remembering, but like she was with someone, I think for, for 12 years married and like felt like she could not leave because of the commitment she had made and like her values and everything. And it was just at the point where it was not really doing anybody. It was a more of a disservice to stay, yeah. but like these things, like this promise of forever and this promise of marriage, and right? This promise of, and then you have kids and then what, like, good Lord. So you better have a strong connection to yourself and, and spirit. Yeah. Because we do not know. 
And from that place, everything else will flow much better, right? Because we no longer need this person. Would we desire for them to be there for a long time? Sure. And that's beautiful and amazing and set that, set that intention. But if they if something happens, you're not going to get so taken out because you're connected mm-hmm. to yourself mm-hmm. and trusting the flow and the process of life. Right. But that is a big ask yeah. for us as humans. It really is. Yes. Because we're also not programmed for that. And we're no, also we're like, Speaking of like what just came to me when you were saying that even as of like when they talk about having like your five-year plan and you need to like, well, what's your five-year plan or what's your three-year plan? Well, what are you setting? And yes, I do believe in like setting things in motion to get where you want to go. But also when it comes to planning, you're, you're trying to fit sometimes square pegs into round holes in a sense where like you're putting too much control in and barriers in then allowing actually like you know if you're on the more religious sense like god take the wheel or on the spiritual sense like letting spirit like flow and bring into your life where it wants to go and that you're kind of pigeonholing yourself to being stuck into a plan that might not just be working but you're so set on having this plan work out in a certain way for five, for the next five years that you missed Thank a whole you. other thing. Thank you for Take that. over while I pee. Okay, love. so yes, the, the plans, right? And this is something, again, that's in society, like, like Sarah Wolf was mentioning, like five-year plan, 10-year plan. And, and what I have realized is that if we try to fit this plan into a specific box, and that, you know, it, this and this and this needs to happen within this specific box, within this period of time, with this and this person, then we can miss the infinite possibilities that are outside of the idea or the box that we have set up for ourselves, right? So can we create a vision for what we want? Of course. And should we? Yes, because our desires are going to fuel that vision. And I believe the desires that we have, mainly agree, in our hearts are there for reason and can we be open to the possibility that it can unfold in a way beyond what we can comprehend in our little box-like mentality mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that's what I always say to my clients is and for myself too I mean listen I've always I'm very open about that like I do relationship coaching I really desire to be in partnership and like I have an amazing person in my life right now that is like a fucking gift from God and I would have written it totally differently. I would have been like, it happens at this age and this and this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like not, but it's all unfolding in a way that is so divinely perfect that I'm like, huh. Like this is all, this is truth, right? Right. Like, and and what if it unfolds in a way that's beyond what we can even comprehend? I think it does if you allow it to fold unfold in ways beyond what we can comprehend because our pee little brain monkey minds <laughs> can yeah. only it can't know what we don't know exactly Thank but the you. universe knows what we don't know because exactly. the universe yes. knows everything or yes. god like i was saying while you're in the bathroom like you know if you're very religious mm-hmm. let god take yeah. the wheel so if you god knows more the universe knows more yeah. and it could be so much more awesome and greater yeah then when you get stick in this like overly boxed thing then what you could possibly fathom because yes. you can't fathom it yet yes and paradoxically the more that we can allow the flow 
and do our own inner work and do our own healing and do the best we can to show up in like the like a lifted vibration after we've cleared out some of this old crap then the more things will flow the more surrendered we are and in flow the more just openings happen and like abraham hicks talks about how like basically there's blessings raining down upon us all the time and we have an umbrella up like we're like like we put our umbrella and we're blocking ourselves off from all of this flow and like yeah. the work is to really understand that the universe wants to flow to us all of the desires that exist in our heart for our highest good and highest alignment in ways that we can't even see because we are human and are, we're limited with our human minds so the more we can relax into that knowing but listen there's been moments many in my life that I'm like what the fuck this is extremely this is bad this is wrong this is hell this earth is like the worst creation like get me off this planet mm -hmm. so I just share that because people hearing me speak now might might think that like I haven't been in those places and I absolutely have and that is actually what's allowed me to now be here so you know paradoxically I also believe like the deeper you go into the darkness and the pain the the more you can elevate into the light mm -hmm. so as above slope so below. yes really like, yes like, as above so below mm -hmm. yeah it's yeah. like it's almost like mirrored and as like, within so without right mm -hmm. so as within our mind so without in the world mm -hmm. so speaking again about the projections of our internal landscape out onto the world so noticing our stories and mm -hmm. noticing do we want to keep energizing that because we do not have to anymore no. you can tell a new story today today try it what I do mean, you have to lose it's like i tell people i'm like i could literally write the story of my life 10 different ways i could write it from a third dimensional point of view just in general i could do a third dimensional unhealed point of view i could do a third dimensional healed point of view i could do a fifth dimensional point of view a beyond universal point of view i could do it you know what i mean like yeah whatever like in whatever <laughs> spot that could be interesting to hear <laughs> right yeah doing the same story and like yeah yeah from a different like space to just as even perception. like teaching right yeah because something that really has been a takeaway for me in my 12 step is that a lot of our a lot of our challenges are because we have a disease of perception like the way we're perceiving things versus what's actually in front of us right mm -hmm. because I'm very, very blessed and fortunate in many, many, many ways. And before I had this lens that was like focusing only on what wasn't working and what was lacking and on my pain mm -hmm. and really not able to fully see it accurately. Mm -hmm. And it's a disease of perception. And that really helped me because I'm like, oh, shit. you were looking at the three cups tipped over and yes. the two cups behind you. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. I love that. And yeah, we cry like. Oh my gosh, I think there's a meme of it that that also encompasses that. But it's like the little girl's like crying because she let her flowers like stomped on or something. And then there's a person, God, with like all a huge bunch of flowers ready to give it to her, but she can't see because she's looking at the flower that's like yeah, dead. <laughs> I mean, we all do dead. The dead flowers. Something I was gonna say about all this, and now I'm, I'm not remembering what it is. It'll come back. Yeah. Um. Shit. What were you just saying? Like, um, 
was I saying? Um, well, we were talking about you being able to tell your story at different levels of consciousness. Different levels. And then like the perception. Disease of perception. Me looking at what wasn't working versus all the things that were working. I mean, that's just a big one to get stuck in. It's very, very human. The the not working. I'm yeah. guilty of that. Well, our brains are designed to solve a problem. Like we're designed to look for the problem. So we are, and for our evolution, right? Like when we were cave people and there's a, there's going to be a saber-toothed tiger coming, we have to be aware that there's a saber-toothed tiger so we can survive. So now our brains haven't evolved to the point that our society has evolved. So we're still looking for the problem. Mm-hmm. So we need to give it a problem to solve. When we don't have an, like really that big a problem anymore. I mean, there's bigger problems. Different kind we, of problems. Different kind of problems. Like not so much day-to-day survival, but more like like our our perceptions and our minds and how yeah. they're dictating our experiences and also you know a lot of we have trauma to heal um, right from the caveman days yeah. of uh, constantly working from the brain of the mammalian brain of the yes. fight or flight yeah so one of the big things in healing and I spoke about this like probably over a year ago is like we have and dr um albert Viotto talks about this i think he's a doctor who is the doctor? <laughs> I don't even he's know like a it. famous shaman guy that like wins some books or whatever he might be a doctor <laughs> he's a doctor <laughs> but he talks about the four brains the oh. reptilian brain being your autonomic brain so just like you're breathing or whatever so that was the first brain that was formed then you have your mammalian brain so that's fight flight fornicate and uh freeze I don't know. I think it's freeze. I'm not sure in his whatever, but it's very basic. It's very like, I need sex. I need food. I need to fight. I need to, you know. I like your uh, impression of that. Yeah. That's my impression of that brain. And then there's your neocortex. So your new brain. And then is there's your freak front prefrontal cortex your god brain yeah so in his teaching what's very interesting about this so many things that are designed and set up and like kind of in your face on every street corner where you go is set up to keep you in your fear mammalian fornicating Uh brain yeah so the food that you're eating the uh entertainment that you're consuming the you know there's a reason why fast food is cheaper than healthy Mm -hmm. food because it keeps you in your mammalian brain it keeps Mm -hmm. you in your fight or flight right Mm -hmm. um porn Mm -hmm. um let's say you know we've talked about this like you know just like multiple partners staying in a really like shallow version of intimacy yeah i mean that's even like that's not even that's like negative intimacy because if you're constantly like switching partners right it's negative intimacy it is is. like not even like negative as in bad but negative as in like Like the other direction decreasing the possibility of of deep connection because you're bringing in all these different energies into the field right and you're just not even getting to intimacy so you're having like a fake intimacy right and like we can all fake intimacy yeah, it's harder. I mean, I'm not even talking about orgasm now. Like, I can fake intimacy. I can fake it, but I know I'm faking it, which doesn't right. feel satisfying. No, well, <laughs> that's the point, right? So, like, yeah, for the person that I briefly dated, it felt like a fake intimacy because, like, 
there was like it like looking back on it and it's like I still see this person so it's like that's what's weird to my brain is like okay we connected on a level we like like I well what's interesting is I I I fell into his eyes and I've never had that happen before so I fell into his eyes it was a really deep connection everything was like really fast and in the beginning had like a really great time and then like everything shift, shifted like really quickly. And to now, like I look at him and I'm like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. I'm not even like attracted to you. And I closed the portal to the eyes. Oh. But on a side note, old me, because I fell into his eyes, would have held on because I fell into his eyes and I experienced oh. something I never experienced with someone. But knew me was like, okay, so you had that experience contractually, if we're going to do soul contracts, you had to fall into his eyes to even pay attention because I don't like people a lot. That's just me. I don't, for me to be attracted to someone, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. And so we had to have that moment for me to even go in because he had to play out a certain role for me and probably me, him, but I'm not him. I don't know his life. I don't know what he does. So it doesn't really matter. I don't know what my role was, but so he played out X, Y, Z for me to me, go do that healing and and catapult me to where I am now. And Jedi moved that through really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But when I look back, it was like, felt like it was really intimate in the moment of intimacy. But now that it's so like flipped 180 to where I look at, I don't even even know who you are at this moment. I don't even know who that person was that showed up with me, but did I fake the intimacy? Yeah. Right. And then this is actually something I wanted to talk about. And this is just segueing really nice into here. What brought up in me after that, that I got really kind of twisted about was I missed people in my life that knew me and I had a greater appreciation for history with people with people that I created a foundation with and or that people that I've slept with in the past that I knew no matter what because we had a foundation and we had history that even if it was like things got fucked up or weird or whatever the underlying thing was I could feel that they loved me right? That we were all operating from trauma and this and that. But to this day, one of, he's a friend now, but we were lovers in the past. He still will show up at my house once every like eight months and call me. I'm downstairs. I just want to say hi and like fill me in on his whole life and then leave again and go do his life, which is fine, you know, but we weren't meant to be together. Yeah. But like, I know that no matter how much it was fuckery back then, the foundation was that he absolutely adores me. We just weren't meant to be together. Yeah. And then that even went bigger into like, because I'm in a new job with new people. So it started touching on that and how much I missed like my old job with people that I know the foundation is like, they know me and all of my stuff and that they love me. And it just, it, it made me really think bigger about that intimacy piece or really taking the time to like actually get to know someone mm-hmm. because it had been over, I think, 12 years that I slept with someone that I didn't have a friendship first with or really know. Like I didn't know this person. Yeah. And it really kind of fucked with mm-hmm. me deep down. Like, and then I like, look, I'm like, I can see you don't even like, I'm no one. Like, and now I've moved through it. Like, I don't yeah. care, but there was a good, like, week where I'm like you don't even like I can feel you don't even care about me and I don't even think I care about you but we just like went so deep with each other in this other aspect Mm -hmm. but in the end it fucked up my nervous system because there's no foundation yeah there's it's there's not a safe container 
oh, there's so much to speak to and all of what you said, and I want to hit each thing. But yeah, there isn't a safe container, so it can really throw you off, right? Um, and also that contrast with that person, Mr. Brief, <laughs> causes you to ask with even more clarity for what you do desire, which is someone who knows you, which you have experienced, like on all the levels and all the ways someone who knows you like that is what you desire. So Abraham Hicks would say, like the contrast is a step one moment. The contrast causes you to ask with even more clarity. So like the previous relationship I was in, I was just like, this guy doesn't even see me. He doesn't know me. He doesn't, we don't even speak the same language. We're on a different like vibrational frequency. Like this is not at all what I want. So what do I want? Mm -hmm. And I, and it causes you to ask. So nothing is lost, right? Mm -hmm. Like even when something feels like it's absolutely not working, when we know what we don't want, we know what we do want. So what's mm -hmm. the opposite end of that stick, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the, the, nothing is ever wrong, right? Right. In that sense. Also, I did, I like years ago, I remember having moments like that, like, and my friend who was really farther along than me in terms of the spiritual path or whatever, he, I told him, like, I had this, this thing with this, with this guy that felt very connected and very open and similar to what you're describing. And then, and then he would like shut it, the guy would like shut it down. And I was so confused because I'm like, but we had this connection and this, openness and my friend Matthew was like yeah people open and close all the time and I was like whoa I did not realize like I thought oh if you oh, you're open with me like that then that means like similar like you're like oh I would have chased after that right mm -hmm. but now I see like opening and closing opening and closing all the time all the time because we have to feel safe enough to open to be that level of vulnerable to even connect in that space so there's people who can get there you know for a period of time or a moment or a night mm -hmm. but they can't sustain it mm -hmm. and then that I see that a lot with like especially you know people going through breakups and they're like well why because we had this and then that and but it's like but the person couldn't hang like that's what I say to my girlfriends I'm like yes and all of that more than one thing can be true it can be a beautiful experience you can be connected in a space of love you can have this like beautiful whatever it is that's all true. And he can't hang mm -hmm. or she can't hang mm -hmm. like they can't hang. So then it doesn't create safety because it's like, what am I going to get? Like, are you open? Are you not? And I will say to myself, like I've opened and closed too throughout the years, but like, what am I going to get? Are you going to be open still or not? Like, how do I know? So now it's so weird. Like I have the same experience as you. I'm like, there was a time like with past relationships, like I knew basically everything I could know about this human like the guy I moved to LA for mm -hmm. Sean like I and now we're strangers mm -hmm. and like we would I'm sure if we saw each other we would say hello like right I, I know his wife like we had dog together so I would like go and see the dog and whatever but like we're strangers mm -hmm. and there was a time where we were together for years and years lived together shared everything like it is crazy to Isn't me it crazy that that is now yeah my ex-husband's a complete right. I talk to him I don't even know people are like where does he live I'm like I don't know well who knows? I have no idea it's and I've changed so much since we were together and I'm sure he has too same that yeah I don't know you yeah it's so, and it's just so interesting because my little brain with my like attachment wounding and stuff. And I'm like, that seems wrong. <laughs> it seems like, but then there's those people you can have like, you know, decades apart from and you see each other yeah, again. And then it's like, that. no time has ever passed. Yeah. Even exes, like you don't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it is, um, 
it's like it is what yeah yeah like you know just what it is yeah it, it, it's this it's this everlasting like soul bond right and I love that's my favorite like yeah like people or friendships that like no matter how much time you just pick up right where you left off mm-hmm. and go right into it and like have this this I feel like it's like a lifelong connection yeah it's a lifetime season lifetime, of reading, lifetime. soul soul connection and like I always ask all my friends if I am like if I have to come back to this earth can we please make an agreement that we're coming together? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 But to finish the thought on like, so I'm going to go back to just the brain stuff. Cause I'm not going to leave you yeah, hanging yeah. there real quick. And the thing about, I, I remember what I was talking about exactly with like the intimacy aspect, but point being is once you start living a healthier lifestyle and cleaning up your insides, right? Mentally, physically, spiritually. And you start going into your new brain and then you start going into your God brain. I remember where I was going to tie this to is kind of back to the beginning is then once you start operating from these higher levels of your own consciousness, doing these, going back into the, into your mammalian brain and operating from the mammalian brain, and these lower levels of consciousness, the, your duration staying there is going to be very short yes. or you can't, or you're not going to be able to find it fulfilling. So going into, and I just got whirlwind into this whole thing. It wasn't like I was going out to look to sleep with someone right away or like whatever. Like I thought there was like a connection in the beginning, which there was, and it all just happened like really fast. Yeah. But then it's like it it went into a lower level connection that I didn't see. I kind of got like blindsided with and not in a bad way. I just, it all just happened like really fucking quickly. And I just, I like realized like, wow, I can't operate from this lower level operation of intimacy anymore. This disconnection, like there's not any part of me, like I've just, it's a, it's another thing to show me how much I've healed. Yeah. And like I would never have a one night stand again. And it wasn't a one night stand, but it was like, I mean, it was, you know, yeah, I wouldn't seek that. I don't want that. That doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. It's not on the path of where I'm going. It's not what I'm looking for. It's not even, I don't need that. I'm just not operating from that place anymore. And I can't do that again as that person and she no longer exists. And it was that part's confusing because I've already known that about myself but I was confused in the sense why it was coming up again and why it happened again. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, where in me still needs some like, like tweaking, right? Yeah. But then I'm like, throw that all like out, out the window as well, because we're not going to beat myself up that I like, oh, you know, like it is what it is. And there was a bigger picture that needed to, mm-hmm. needed to happen. And the bigger picture for me was that like, how are your boundaries and how much do you love yourself and how much are yeah. you going to move on from something that's just it's not it. So like, you're not that lonely Mm -hmm. to stay in something with someone who's not showing up for you or respecting you. You're not that lonely anymore. No. And you already went two years without sex and you're okay. Yeah. And you can wait again until the right person is then comes along and you got to show that to yourself. Right. Yeah. So like, 
it's it it became not a big deal it just became what it was and I think that that's why I took like the emotion out of it and the ego out of it yeah and that's why I was able to move through it so quickly because I'm like oh I get what it's really trying to show me here and at the end of the day it's not about me no it's it's about to just show like this thing right so it's like I I could have gone into my ego and like you know he and I and I'm just like I don't care because it wasn't about that it was to just like move me through a process yeah and what I hear when you share that is like it's deeper layers of that same onion right of that same lesson it's like okay so you're now at the root of the core of the onion where it's like okay hold on now the little pieces are boundaries choosing myself knowing that like I don't need to stay in this because it first of all it's not going to fulfill me and second of all like I have been with myself in the deepest darkest place so I'm not really scared of that anymore Mm -hmm. so knowing that if I need to be alone for a little bit that's okay because I've done it before and I can do it again and that faith that something more aligned is going to come in um but yeah it's it's really and I respect myself more that if someone res- disrespects me yes that like my respect for myself is more important yeah than they're anything and I can just disconnect from it like no you disrespected me right and yeah. you're in I see where you're at on your timeline and you're not we're not in the same spot yeah and like good luck to you but I'm also not going to stick around to help you on your timeline because also I don't have a foundation with you and I not that I don't care because I do care about people and I do care what happens to people, but it's not my, that's not the best, not my journey. That's not the best use of your time right now, because that is, that can lead into like the rescuing and being rescued energy, which is like, we're done with that. We're done with that. Um, and you know, it's, it's like you guys, for whatever reason, were aligned for that brief period. So you, you were aligned to have that experience with each other and, and that's okay. Uh And that's cool and whatever and who knows what everyone what it is we don't know what that is for the bigger picture and it doesn't matter yeah I'm not even saying like we'll come back together and be together one day no don't no don't care yeah but in like what seeds are planted or what things were healed or what things in that moment of like the opening where the person meets you in that opening but then they shut back off and go back to somewhere else it's like maybe there was a seed planted in that opening or a, a part of their down the road um awakening that that yeah. will flower for them and they might not even correlate it back to that moment yeah and something that just keeps coming through in terms of this topic is like a lot of people when they when they come to me for support they're in a position of like should i stay should i go should i keep trying here or should i not right and what i found for my own journey is like if it is a path that we're meant to go down then we will be fully supported in going down it. And if it isn't, then we're going to keep hitting roadblock. We're going to keep hitting pain. We're going to keep hitting like roller coaster land. Like it's just going to keep showing us and get louder and louder and louder. So if you're in a position where you aren't sure, then do nothing and just keep gathering information, do your own work within yourself, see what's coming up for you in the dynamics so that you can be the highest version of you and then see what happens with the other, mm-hmm. you know? Because I, there's, and sometimes it's time to, we won't know in that moment. We're not meant to know. Sometimes the contract's not up. You don't know. Like I had a friend that was with someone and from the very beginning, she's like, I don't know. I don't know. And then it's like cut to a year later, a year later, a year later. And then now like five years later, she knows Mm. that it is that person. Yeah. But it took her, she was constant and because she had to go through her own healing and her own sorting 
yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. And what um, Amon Santos, who are my mentors, who you guys know, we've, you've heard me talk about, but they always say like, you, you preface that every single time. Well, I don't know. Like, what if no, they, I know. I know. What what if are you I know. I'm just kidding. And I like, just, she says Amon Santos and then I press the button that it says. Yeah, you that you guys know about that. I know that. <laughs> Sorry for the repetition. No, it's great. I, don't want to be like, I mean, you never know when someone's going to drop in. I just think because it's like in the cadence even. You yeah, say yeah. It the same way every time. Yeah, I call it. And it's cute. Uh, well, I just, I, they've just made such a profound impact on me and my life and like the lives of my clients. Cause then it trickles through me. But what they always say is like, whoever does the work will rise. Like whoever does the inner work will rise, whether you're in relationship or not, or dating someone or whatever. And like stuff's coming up. If you just put the focus back on you, take it off of what the other person is doing or not doing, not to like stick your head in the sand, but just yeah. put the focus back on you do your own work around it, it becomes clear. It starts off as murky water a lot of the time. You can't even see through it. Mm -hmm. And then as you do your work, it becomes more clear and it becomes very evident, okay, what's the next aligned action to take if there is one. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what to do, do nothing. And I would suggest, you know, getting some support and untangling what's coming up for you because that is where the clarity will come. It's not going to be with the other person doing or not doing something. Right. It's just another societal program that we can dismantle at a yeah. later date. Right. <laughs> so many. <laughs> but that being said, I think we we can drop it here today. Yeah. Right. This is great. I loved it. I know. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you everyone. Thank you, Sarah Wolf, for having me again. Yes. Yes. And thank you everyone for watching and listening. And we will talk with you again soon. Bye guys. Bye.